Welcome back to That's So Fringy podcast. I'm Rick. Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And we are here doing another episode for you guys, the just the three of us, and we're just excited. The three of us. Yeah, get a girl. Sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we wanted to talk about um, the debacle, the things that are going on in Hawaii right now. There's a lot of that on the news. We know we've seen it, and uh, we just wanted to start, obviously, before we get into any, you know false flag talk or conspiracy talk or anything like that we want to first start with acknowledging the fact that um according to the news reports and according to the things that we've seen um there have been losses losses of life there have been lots of people that have uh disappeared they can't find them and so we we want to be sensitive to that obviously we know that um even if we believe that it's a, a false flag that doesn't necessarily mean that nothing happened uh, we're not saying that. We're not saying that people didn't die. Um, so we want to be respectful first and foremost. We want, um, you know, we we would ask that people would be praying for them, uh, figuring out how they could help and all those things. But just make sure that if you are helping and you are sending money or or trying to participate in helping them, that you um, wouldn't send it to certain places that we we know have a history of basically laundering money from the cabal as an example the red cross we wanted to be very clear that the red cross is a very negative organization they like to launder money through the red cross in fact um in haiti um when all when the earthquake happened in 2010 there was a lot of destruction and a lot of stuff like that people people gave a lot of money um for the people in haiti you know there was a big we are the world you know that thing and love that song i know you do that's why i brought it up but uh that was that fundraising was all headed up by big mike by michelle obama and so basically what happened with that money is 25 percent of it went to administrative costs which is a fourth of all of that money and then and they bet they built like six houses i think it was for the haitian people and then nobody really knows what happened with all of the other money because they refused to give up the records so just something to think about you know that just because the red cross is saying send money and obama's on twitter saying you know we all need to come together and we need to we need to help the people of lahaina and we need to give it's true we do but we also need to be good stewards of our money and we need to pay attention to who is then managing that money and is it getting to the people that actually need it um and we would recommend take it or leave it that you not give it to the red cross so that's my little spiel you guys want to get into this that was a long breath. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> so what do you guys have on Hawaii? Let's get into this because everybody's talking about it, right? There's so much going on. There's so many different angles that people are looking at. What are some of the things that you guys have found? Well, we should probably just start at the beginning. So a bunch of fires broke out mm-hmm. on August 8th through around the 11th, I think they burned. Um, as far as causes of the fire, I don't. I don't haven't heard anything definitive. I know they've said electrical. Sure. There was a, you know, a tropical storm or whatever nearby. So there was, you know, a lot of wind. And I guess mm-hmm. the wind was coming from the east, which is really unusual for that part of the island. And it was just a lot of strange 
There wasn't there a hurricane going on at the time. Right. I've read there was a hurricane, which adds to the wind. Obviously, if you know how fire works, it needs oxygen to survive. And when you add a lot of oxygen really quickly, uh, it spreads the fire. It also pushes the fire um, along the tree lines and everything like that. Which is weird. So hang with me for a second. So. Okay. A few years ago, we had a bunch of fires near us because you know, we live in the Pacific Northwest. There's mountains and trees everywhere. Yeah. So we had these fires up the Mackenzie Highway, which is, you know, an hour or so from here. So not too far. And that was weird because it was a really strong east wind that came in. And it was the same thing where they blamed it on the electrical power grid because it, the, the electric company didn't turn off the power to that area. Mm-hmm. soon enough yeah. and from my understanding that's almost exactly what they're saying happened there strong east wind the power mm. company didn't shut off the power in time so this seems like groundhog's day a little bit mm-hmm. to me yeah it's incredibly weird because you have you know fires going on all over the country right now it's not just maui you've got fires going on everywhere i mean at the same time there's these fires going on in um canada these canadian fires they're having to evacuate these capital cities up in in the north because there's just wildfires everywhere there's wildfires uh, again over here by us you know there if you look at a wildfire map on the internet you could see the whole country is littered with wildfires right well, now. It's, and so- but it's nor it's it's America and Canada. Like there's mm-hmm. not a lot of fires anywhere else yeah. for the most part, besides isolated, which seems weird. Yeah. So you have to get into the okay. How are all these fires being started? Because it it can't all be electrical. I mean, we obviously know that there's electrical fires that happen, but. You know, there's also very stringent electrical codes that people follow and stuff like that. And so it's it's pretty far between, you know, there's not a lot of that that happens. Although, you know, if I was going to be the devil, devil's advocate and argue, I would say that, yes, obviously, these electrical fires happen and they've lost large quantities of buildings and things like that. But these are very suspicious because they're kind of coming out of nowhere and Fire. What are other what are other reasons that you get wildfires? So you've got what lightning? Mm-hmm. You've got humans. Basically, there was a huge one up the gorge by us five or six years ago. Maybe there mm-hmm. was a guy that dropped a firecracker off the edge of a hiking trail and caught the Columbia Gorge on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, what are what are other reasons for wildfires starting? I mean, there's not, there's not a lot. I mean, it's either humans or it's, you know, there, I know that if you're doing lumber and timber and stuff like that, or you're driving a car through the forest and your, your engine's really hot and the grass is really hot, stuff like that, you could start it like that machinery. Um, I, I know that sometimes, forest will catch on fire because as they're cutting down the the trees, the chainsaws will get really hot and the -hmm. friction will cause sparks and it will cause fire. But I mean, these Maui wildfires, the the fire isn't acting like fire usually works. Anybody that understands fire science and how fires work, they'll tell you that this doesn't make any sense. You've got cars that weren't touched. You've got trees that uh, apparently are still standing. And that's how it was over here, too. It was actually a very perplexing fire 
to people that understood like the firefighters and everybody like that, that understand how fire works. They deal with it every day. They know how it moves as a living organism, you know, cause it does. Everybody's seen backdraft. We know how a fire sucks oxygen and it does all of these different things. And these fires are taking out certain areas, but they're not taking out other areas. Like as an example, along the coast where like all the really rich people live mm-hmm. not touched like it's interesting to me because you had you had the guy that was in charge of sounding the alarms in maui the the emergency broadcaster type guy that's supposed to be sending out the alarms he's basically the watchman on the wall to let everybody know that there's this well he decided that it wasn't a big deal so he didn't send the alarm and as we know, people had right. literally so no let's warning. Stop some of the other like weird happenings of that. So the way that the fire started is a little weird. Mm-hmm. The fact that there was no emergency broadcast, there was no. I mean, when I lived in Texas, there if there was even a tornado, I don't even know how many miles it was, but a tornado that's within thirty miles, they they sound the horns or whatever. Mm-hmm. And a tornado only touches down for like a mile. So like, you know, it's not going to get that close to you, but they still sound the alarm. I mean, that's sure. what you're supposed to do. Like, so there was no alarm. There was no emergency broadcast, nothing like that. I mean, we got an emergency broadcast at almost midnight last week or whatever, scared the crap out of all of us because we were laying down in bed watching TV. And all of a sudden it's like, our phones yeah. are all going off in the house. And, what was it even for? It was like it was, it for, was these like for fires. the fire evacuations that are you know forty fifty miles away from us. Yeah, but level, because we're all level in the same three. County, yeah, level yeah. three evacuations for them, right. and so because we're in the same county, even though it's further out, so they we were got a level those three evacuation notice, and we're forty miles away. These people got nothing. They got nothing mm-hmm. on their iPhones. I, I mean, it's like it's flabbergasting to me. Like. Who answers for that? Who says, Yeah, uh, we forgot to push the button? I don't well, know. Like, it just well, he's so resigned weird. from his position. So, not sure how that's, you know, where the accountability is going to be or anything like that. But that, if that certain individual has resigned from his position, as, yeah. uh, as far as I know. Convenient. Yeah. So, some people are saying on the internet that. It might have been a direct energy weapon that started this. And obviously, we know that there's technologies out there that the government has that we don't know anything about, you know, like flying saucers and um, big mothership, all this different stuff that's coming out in Congress right now that they're, they're telling Congress that this stuff it actually exists. It's Skunk Works and Lockheed Martin and all of these people that are doing that. And they're also saying that we've had these direct energy weapons for a while. And there's, there's lots of different types of direct energy weapons. And we're by no means saying that that's what happened here. We're not saying that it was a direct energy weapon. We're just saying that there's a lot of pictures on the internet that cannot be verified or corroborated, but there's a lot of people that are saying it. So we want, so we want to say eyewitness accounts that they saw these beams or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and now that more stories of the locals are coming out, there's more and more accounts of these people saying, no, we saw this thing. Like it was mm-hmm. not, it was weird. 
and they couldn't really describe it very well. But yeah, it's almost like a, a lightning strike from the sky, but it's, you know, how lightning comes down like a spider web, you know, it comes through in all different directions and it, there's no like uniformity to it. It's just a release of energy. Uh, well, this is you've this, seen Independence Day. It's what they did to the White House. Exactly. It's like the same thing. It's just a direct shot down. It's it's like lightning, but a straight line. And uh, there's lots of different types, as I said before. You know, there's like a crowd dispersal one. Chris and I were talking about this earlier today. That you know, it it, it basically sends out an energy wave at a, at a human body, and it makes it very uncomfortable for them to even be so in here, the in the presence of that. On for people that don't think these direct energy weapons are a thing, mm -hmm. there's a Wikipedia page, and it's on there that that they they are a thing. So like head in the sand does not work on this because they're saying that that they've already made them. They're called dues direct energy weapons, mm -hmm. and they have you know multiple different types. But this is the interesting one to me was the microwave type, which it says some devices are described as microwave weapons. The microwave range is commonly defined as being between 300 megahertz and 300 gigahertz, which is within radio frequency range. Some examples of the weapons which have been publicized by the military are as follows. So then they go on and say, this is a millimeter wave source that heats the water in a human target skin and thus causes incapacitating pain. It was developed by the U.S. Air Force Research Laboratory uh, for like a riot control. Air Force. Oh, my gosh. Weird. Weird. Uh, though it's, and then it says, though intended to cause severe pain while, lasting no, while leaving no lasting damage, concern, concern has been voiced as to whether the system could cause irreversible damage to the eyes. So this is another one of those things where it's like, we don't really know what the long-term damage is. But short-term, it works really good because it causes people to have so much pain that they don't know what it, to do with themselves. It literally boils the water in your skin. In your cells. Like, it's crazy. This sounds awful. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, it's, they're thinking of ways to keep control over the masses because if the masses get out of control, they don't have they don't have what they need to be able to keep us under their thumb. Mm -hmm. And so if they have these type of weapons and they're hiding them, it's, it's probably not, they're not hiding them because they don't want us to know about them. They're hiding them because they want us to, or they want to use them on us and us not know about it because of that. That makes more sense. If you think about it that way, they're trying to hide it from you because they're using it on you or they're, they're um, doing it they're making fires they're they're setting up 5g towers like what do you think 5g is a lot of people are talking about this 5g ex experimentation that the government was trying to do and everything like that it's you know that's what 5g is these these microwaves in the air all the time that connect our wi-fi that connect our cell phones all of those different we don't see those radio waves, but they're constantly all around us all the time. There's energy in the ether, in the air, all around us. And just because we doesn't we don't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, right? It's just like the wind kind of Well and if you've ever seen a ghost hunter show, that's what they're they're using an EMF meter and all kinds of stuff and it's all just radio waves. I mean that's mm -hmm. what they're they, they literally have a static box that they turn on that sounds like radio static. And and then they're able to pick up things on the back end that sound like words. Yeah. Yeah. Demon weird. words. Um, 
Yeah, so there's there's lots of stuff we can go into. Um, I've got a couple of notes here. I, I thought it was interesting that there was a lot of celebrities that have houses on Maui. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Oprah and yeah, Willie Nelson and um, the guy Lady from Gaga. Yeah, Lady Wilson. Gaga. We'll, yeah, I mean the list is long. You can find it on the internet. Maybe we'll post it in the show notes page on the internet or on the uh, website for you, but. It's weird that all of these houses, you know, all these celebrities have houses. Obviously, it's a beautiful place. And you could say, well, it's really just kind of like a vacation spot for all these people. Who wouldn't want a house on the beach, blah, blah, blah. But there's also speculation that Hawaii, I guess it's not even speculation. It's been proven that Hawaii is a hub for human trafficking, a huge hub. For human trafficking, as an I example, think Oprah Winfrey lives there like most of the time now. Yeah, it's not a vacation home for her. She's there more than not. Yeah, Arizona State University News did an article. Um, you can find it on their website, and it's talking about is sex buying or sex trafficking part of the Hawaiian culture? Um, and if you read this article, you'll go through and you'll find that that it is a huge part of Hawaii's culture and how they take women and children all the time. Like people go missing in Hawaii all the time and nobody's really talking about it. And so if, if we start to, you know, go back and, and open up our view a little bit and we say, okay, what's the big picture here? Well, we talk a lot about sex trafficking, human trafficking, organ harvesting, all of that different stuff. Is it possible? I'm not saying that it's true, but is it possible that Maui is a huge human trafficking port? If BlackRock and Vanguard and Alexson Baldwin, who own all of the railway systems and all the port systems, if, if they have control of all of that, would it be possible for them to transport humans on the railroad tracks? onto which you know we we heard about all the train derailments all those different things we talked about how could it possibly be that they're rescuing children during these train derailments we don't know but we know that there's a large human trafficking cleanup going on behind the scenes right now and so is it possible that this was part of a cleanup exercise and we don't know there's just all of this information that we have to put into account And so with this article from ASU and lots of others that are saying that, you know, human trafficking is a huge thing in Hawaii. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that human trafficking could have been involved at all in Maui? Mm -hmm. Why would they want to destroy Maui? I mean, could it have been a cover up for what they were doing? Um, you know, if, if a cop knocks on my door and I'm a drug dealer, what am I going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to flush all the evidence, right? And is that what they're doing here? They're knowing that they're coming for them and they've got, I've heard that there's six different, um, underground tunnels, uh, in Maui. Is it possible? Is it possible that it was a human trafficking cleanup operation and, or is it possible that they're getting rid of the evidence. We don't know. Mm -hmm. Just all interesting thoughts, you know, because you get really stuck on the narrative. Yeah, absolutely. I know that that area that 
Main Street area that was all burned up was is prime real estate, and the the government was saying that they're first of all the insurance companies are not paying out to these families right. that lost their homes, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. Which also happened here locally. Mm-hmm. Um, There's some loophole in in your homeowner's policy where it didn't cover a lot of what these people mm-hmm. had taken from them, which is ridiculous. Um, but I know I've read a lot that there's that that's like prime real estate, especially for these celebrities, high up people that mm-hmm. they want that area for some reason. Mm-hmm. Is it is it because there's so much trafficking going on? Is it easier to traffic? Is it more accessible there? to traffic people there? And and wasn't there something about they had proposed like basically to turn Maui into like one of the first of those 15 minute cities that you guys have probably heard people talk about where Mm -hmm. if they've got everything that you need within 15 minutes around you, then you don't need to own a car because you don't need to drive anywhere. Like, so you basically rent your house and that you own nothing. You don't, you don't get to own anything. And, and so they had proposed something like that for Maui that got turned down like a couple of weeks ago where they were like, no, we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a it's like a socialist utopia, you know. You right. you get like a, a an allowance from the government. You get to live there. You get to do everything. Everything's close by. You you just trust us. We're the government. We're here to help. You know that type of thing. And you find yourself in a socialistic uh, environment really quickly. And how much power and control do you have over your own life? You know, any autonomy over your own individualism. This little meme on here that said, it's called a smart city. And then below that, it says, because if they called it a concentration camp, you might not want to live there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's true. And they've got those. I mean, they've had those in Ukraine for years. They have them Mm -hmm. in Russia. They call them secret cities. These secret cities are these cities. It's almost like the Hunger Games where they they have a certain thing that that community does they put all those people in that community and those are the ones that do that just like the hunger games it's- you know what that set what this reminds me of though is this mm-hmm. 15 minute city idea is like chernobyl mm-hmm. like do you remember how they basically had the nuclear plant and then they built a whole town right around it like everything every everybody worked there and then they lived in these like they look like the projects yep so they didn't have to drive anywhere they didn't have to they had buses that came around and picked up all the guys took them to work every day like Mm -hmm. it seems terrible seems super super socialist and marxist you know and all and we know that the soviet union was like that i mean that's stalin was a marxist you know it's not a it's not a weird thing but it's it's not hawaii you know because hawaii is america right and that's another thing that i found as i was digging is how did how did america even get hawaii you know like has anybody ever asked that question or really thought about how america even has hawaii this this place out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean that belonged to all of the indigenous people, the you know the Hawaiian natives that lived there. How did they even get it? Because they had their own kingdom back in the day. Mm-hmm. So I came across this this video that outlines the whole thing: how there was a king, they had their own autonomous sovereign republic, and they had everything that they needed. They didn't want 
you know, any outsiders. They, they were seafarers. They, they had it all. They were very spiritual, you know, in tune with nature, trees and mountains. I mean, if you think about, you know, the avatar, you know, and the, and how they, the, these people were indigenous to there. And you had all of the uh, governmental people that want to come in and, and take all the resources, right? This is, this is Hawaii. This is what they did to Hawaii. They came in, they wanted the resources, they wanted the land, they wanted to set up military there, like, like they have, they set up Pearl Harbor and all that. And they came in and they basically, all of these business white men came in and stole Hawaii from the Hawaiian people. And they ended up locking up the queen that they, the, the king had died. Um, the queen had taken over and then she ended up um, dying and, or I'm sorry, being put into like prison and, and being held captive as these people just came in and took over Hawaii. And she wrote letters and, and things uh, talking like poems, almost like love songs to the Hawaiian people saying that this is never how it was supposed to be. One day we will be free, all of those different things. And it's just terrible because you look back and you're like, man, we, the Americans stole this indigenous nation from them just because we wanted the land and we wanted military power in the ocean right there where we could respond quickly. And we could, you know, it's just like, we did that with the Indians. We did it with the, the, the native Hawaiians. It's like, when are we going to get to the point where we stop just going in and taking people's stuff because we want it? You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. I'll have to post that video on the website because it's, it's pretty eye opening to see. And I never even thought to ask the question, you know, I don't know why, but I never thought to ask the question, how did America get Hawaii? What did that even look like? So if you guys go on the website, you can watch that video. I'll link it there so that you guys can check that out. So what else do we have with Hawaii? Lots of weird stuff. The Obamas. Well, this was another. So as, as I was researching CIA projects, because, you know, we've done a lot of stuff on that. Mm -hmm. They have a, a whole page about human radiation experiments. So these are experiments that have been proven to have taken place in the United States. I mean, they have them for all over the world, but we're going to focus on the United States because that's where we live. Sure. Um, so they're, they're basically proven that these experiments have happened or are happening. Mm -hmm. Include, and this was all just, these are just radiation experiments. So this is from the United States Department of Defense, United States Atomic Energy Commission, and the United States Public Health Services. Mm -hmm. Okay. So those were the groups that were involved and funded all of this. So the experiments included directly injecting plutonium and other radioactive elements to mostly terminally ill patients without their consent, feeding radioactive traces to children. Mm -hmm. Enlisting doctors to administer radioactive iron to impoverished pregnant women. Exposing U.S. soldiers and prisoners to high levels of radiation. Irradiating the testicles of prisoners, which cause severe birth defects. And exhuming bodies from graveyards to test them for radiation without the consent of the families of the deceased. So all of this stuff got declassified at the same time. Remember in 1994 when all the like MK Ultra stuff came out because President Clinton is stupid and got all this stuff declassified. So this was another set of documents that came out from there. Yeah. 
And those are just the, the known and proven and documented. And they're also like vague that, I mean, who hasn't been to a hospital? Like it could have been anybody really mm-hmm. between the armed forces, the hospitals, like impo- impoverished. So they were basically telling these impoverished women that here, we'll, we'll give you these iron supplements, take these, it'll help the baby. And they had radiation in them. Like who's to say the same thing we've said a million times. They're not doing it anymore. I'm sure. Right. Yeah, that when people fully wrap their mind around the depopulation agenda, it's pretty gross. Like the things that they've been doing for a long time to figure out how to sub like how to kill us all but make it look like it's not them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. how do we make it look like it was an accident or how do we make it look like it was the food that they were eating or the medicine they were taking or, you know, it's just COVID. It's not my fault. You know, it's, but now they're finding out that there were bio labs in Ukraine and it was, you know, COVID did originate from Ukraine and the, and the Russians that are over there are saying there are American bio labs in Ukraine that have been making biological weapons to kill people and that is where covid came from and and did it come from china yeah it also also came from china because if you think about it if you're trying to start a war between china and america you would you would disperse it from china right right so if i'm a ukrainian and i'm like hey i want to get these people fighting with each other i'm gonna fly to china and start it there like that makes the most sense yeah but it's coming out now that it was actually made manufactured tested studied in ukraine and Mm -hmm. obama went over there and helped set up those uh labs i mean obama when i when i say that obama is evil like People have no idea. There are pictures of him on a boat with George Clooney and a little girl, a little Asian girl. And then there's another picture of that same girl all bound up, tied up, bruised up, and malnourished. And you're like, why is Obama with that same little girl and George Clooney on a boat going to a a private house in Hawaii? Like, Let's start to, let's stop focusing. Just a coincidence, Rick. Yeah. Let's stop focusing on the things that are going on on the news because we know there's, this is a misinformation war that we're in, right? So if, if we're on the internet trying to find all the truth, we know for a fact that the bad guys are also on the internet trying to distract us from all of the truth. And tr- so it's like, there is a rabbit hole that will find you the truth. But there's also 37 other rabbit holes and you got to figure out which one's right, you know, and it's you're playing this game of of getting all of the or at least we should be getting all of the information and then whittling it down and saying, okay, this doesn't fit with the big narrative that we've created or not created, but we've, we've figured out up until this point, because we figured out the CIA is trying to kill people, that there are bad guys in the government, that there there's child pornography, child molesters, you know, they're trying to make that right now, like a new thing. Like you can be a minor attracted person. They've even made an acronym for it, MAP. 
And they're trying to help us understand that that's okay, because that's where they want us to go, is to to believe that what they're doing to our children is okay. And that's why they're allowing all of the stuff that they're allowing, because that's the end goal. Depopulation, they get to be in charge, they get to kill our children, they get to molest our children, and we'll kill our own children with abortion. They've convinced us to kill ourselves just due to the inconvenience of having a child. And I know there's, you know, exceptions to the rule. Anytime you talk about abortion, everybody gets all bent out of shape. I know there's exception to the rule. The first thing everybody says is, what about rape? You know, am I going to have a baby because I was raped? It's like, well, one crime doesn't amount to another crime, right? You got raped, but that doesn't mean you now have to kill somebody. It just doesn't work like that. Like, I understand there's trauma. And I'm not trying to be insensitive to that trauma, but the reality of the situation is, is you're, you're going from a rape to a murder and now it's you that's murdering. So are you really getting yourself out of the trauma or are you creating more trauma for yourself? Cause now you've been raped and you've killed a baby that psychologically messes with every woman's mind, whether they admit it or not, it does. And so we have to have these conversations. We have to say, yes, there are exceptions to the rule. But when you say that a baby's heartbeat doesn't even beat for a certain amount of time because that's what you read on the internet somewhere, like, no, what's the real research? What's the real thing? Look it up yourself. When does a baby's heart really start beating? When does conception really start? These are all the questions that we should be asking. Like Hawaii, I didn't know where, I didn't know why. You know, we need to, all of these questions that we haven't even been asking because we've been so distracted, we need to start asking questions about everything, literally everything. Yeah. So explain a little bit more of how these direct energy weapons work. And we're not saying that that's what caused these fires. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen some, you know, like cell phone footage where it looks like a laser beam that came down but mm -hmm. ai can do whatever it wants with pictures so i don't even believe any pictures that i see anymore mm -hmm. so but it's a possibility so explain to me how they work yeah that's the hard thing because nowadays in the world we live in you can do anything with video and picture that you want to it's really hard to determine what's what's true and what's not true but what you can do is figure out that these direct energy weapons actually exist and you can read mm -hmm. the actual manuals and these people that are coming out and, and discussing these things in Congress. These are people, they're not just regular guys. These are people that have like worked as an example, one gentleman worked in Antarctica at the base in Antarctica and knows for a fact that they have direct energy weapons. He knows for a fact that, in Antarctica, he's testifying in front of Congress that that is their air traffic control, one of their air traffic control locations for all of their UFOs. Because if you think about it, if you've got a bunch of planes in the air, we know where all of them are, right? We know where all those planes are because we don't want them to crash into each other. Well, the same is true for UFOs. They don't want to crash their UFOs that they've spent millions and billions of dollars on. So they have to have some kind of a stealth type of ufo tracking system right and so that same system that same device this gentleman says also 
can do direct energy weapon type stuff. It's such, it's a technology that's like quantum and way outside of the realm of anything we've ever been allowed to really study or know about. They don't teach it in school, but quantum physics is a real thing. And if, if people begin to understand how quantum physics work, they understand how a direct energy weapon could work because you can take that direct energy weapon and you can send it to anywhere in the world from that location in Antarctica. And it will look like they can make, uh, they can change the weather. They can do earthquakes. Um, he even admits that they caused the earthquake in, um, where was it? New Zealand, that, that Christchurch, New Zealand, um, earthquake that they had. He says, and you know, it's his word against everybody else's, but he's a whistleblower that's talking in front of Congress under oath. And he says that they caused that. And he knows that they caused that. And it was an accident. They being DARPA or who? Um, the military industrial complex. Um, because you know, when you talk about who is doing it in the government, there's the deep, dark, black stuff, which is mostly, you know, cabal initiated stuff. You have a little bit of Air Force working with them because they're on Air Force bases. A lot of these deep underground military bases that we talk about are underground at at all of these different um, Air Force bases uh, around the world. It's, where, it's basically where you would like go into a, a building that looks like nothing like an admin building or something like that. And there's an elevator that takes you down deep into a deep underground military base. And if you've ever watched like resident evil, I don't know if you guys have seen that movie, but it, it has this like schematic of this deep underground base where they're like zooming out and it's showing you how it goes down into the ground. And it has all of the different rooms and all of the different tunnels. Called, like the hive or something. Yeah. Like the that. hive. Yeah. So they show you kind of what they have on deep underground and they have whole cities down there, whole, like these people can go down there and, and work on UFOs. They can work on direct energy weapons. They can do all that technology and then they could come up, scan their badge out and go home and act like nothing happened because they're on a, they're on an NDA. They can't say anything to their wife. They can't say anything to their kids, but that doesn't mean that this stuff doesn't exist. And so these direct energy weapons that we're talking about, it would be basically like a laser beam coming out and it's basically taking the energy that's in the ether, the free energy that's all around us, and then it's um, organizing it and turning it into a direct shot. They figured out so how to do that. Does it come from like a satellite? Does it come from a ground location or does, does it matter? It just, comes from, it... it just comes from the ether. They have what they call rods of God, which is basically where they can drop something from a really high altitude it's like dropping a like picture having a really long metal rod and then dropping it from really high at a at a certain spot and that's gonna basically destroy anything in its wake and that's kind of one way that they do things speaking and, of mm -hmm. so was it the mayor of the of this town that said that it looked like a bomb had gone off down mm -hmm. there in Maui. It, like, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it was the mayor and he said it looked like a, a bomb and fire had gone off. Mm -hmm. It didn't look like just a wildfire. Yeah. And this stuff to... was burnt so much, like it was burnt at such a high heat. 
mm-hmm. that it was like they're like that. So let's another thing that's weird is they have said that there was eighty something people that have died. Like I don't mm-hmm. know what the official number is now, but it, it's you know less than a hundred. Over, over a hundred now. Is it so? But these people are saying there are thousands of people that are missing. Mm-hmm. They don't have to call them dead yet. They can just call them missing. Mm-hmm. But thousands of people that are missing. Mm-hmm. And the speculation is this stuff is so hot and so concentrated that these these bodies will never be recovered because they've turned to ash. Vaporized. There is nothing left of these bodies. There, If you look at the drone footage of these homes, there's nothing left of these homes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is super weird. Because even like we've had huge wildfires around here and there's still like a, a burnt carcass left yeah something for lack of a better term there's nothing left of these homes Mm -hmm. they're like i don't know it it, and it was enough to like melt steel beams which is another weird thing it's kind of like the same thing as 9-11 where jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams Mm -hmm. same idea that a wildfire wouldn't melt these steel beams like that right yeah it definitely looks like go ahead Oh, another weird, couple weird things. So I had heard that they had already started school. They start, I think, earlier than we start here. Mm-hmm. Um, but for whatever reason, that school had let out early that day. So oh, there was like a ton of kids home, home by alone. themselves because their parents are still working. And none of those kids have been recovered yet. Like, like they vaporized really, really uh-huh. strange. Also, the chief of police in Maui was also the guy, the point guy in the Vegas shooting in 2018. Like, how weird is that? That he's also involved in this, right? Oh, that I is... mean, these people are again, we said at the beginning that we know that there are real deaths, we know mm-hmm. that those children are are probably dead and it's awful like they do not deserve that but there's also like actors mm-hmm. in a sense like people mm-hmm. who are placed right. in certain traumatic events and they're in multiple different traumatic events like it's it's super they're what do they call them trauma actors or something yeah. like that trauma actors. they're basically going around and making it playing on people's emotions right to to steer the ship that's the whole thing with the false flag is just shifting the blame to somebody else so that's their job is to come in and go oh it's this it's this this and when you start to see i mean that vegas shooting is the is the biggest mass shooting in america right are you sure yeah i mean it was a big deal the, the largest number of lives lost in a mass shooting in 16 minutes or how however long this mm-hmm. event took place and he happened to be the incident commander for that and then he happens to be the mayor or the whatever chief of police, chief of police. Chief of police in, in maui. maui when they have the most devastating wildfire that those islands have ever seen in like 60 yep. something years how many coincidences does there have to be before it's mathematically impossible yeah and the thing with the deaths um that's a lot of people to be missing right that's a lot of people Mm-hmm. And I, my, my brain always goes to, okay, if, if this is a pedophile cleanup type of thing and they knew that they were going to destroy this area based on, 
like let's say the good guys, if there are good guys anywhere, if say the good guys are trying to clean up this mess that's going on in Maui, say they do, and we're just speculating here and just having conversation, but say they do have all of these tunnels under there and all of these celebrities are running children up under there and there's all of this going on in between all of the mansions and all of the area and everybody knows that it's going on. They're taking these natives and this is like a hub for this terrorist activity. If you ask me, what if they evacuated the good guys evacuated a bunch of people out of there and then they destroyed their operation with the technology that they already made that the bad guys made this direct energy weapon. Maybe, maybe it was the good guys destroying what these guys did over there in Maui, the, the evil and the destruction and all of those different things. But what's the incentive to destroy the island, to destroy the town, to destroy the... Why wouldn't mm-hmm. they destroy Oprah's house at least? Oh, right. And then why do you have all these quadrillionaires that still have their beautiful homes yeah. still standing? That's know. a great question. It's hard to know what's going on in Hawaii, right. right? Right now, there's so much information coming from all different directions, and we have to. That's why we wanted to talk about it because we're we don't know yet. We actually we're still kind, of, and that's why we haven't done an episode quickly about this because we kind of wanted to wait and get more information and more information and find more um, connections, which I think we found a bunch of connections and a bunch of things that are very weird about it. Things for the audience to think about, but we don't know like definitively it's, it's hard when you're looking at things on the TV and you're looking at things on the internet and you're like, okay, how do all these pieces fit together? It's just hard. It's really hard, but we just want to give people hope out there to know that there is, there is hope in the fact that, you know, even if people do lose their lives, we know that there is a lot more after death than, than they're letting us know, if that makes sense. Like we believe in Jesus on this podcast. We believe that there is a spiritual realm. We believe that there is a lot more going on outside of this realm uh, that we don't understand. There is a battle um, in the in the heavenly realms, and those battle battling things in the heavenly realms also translate down here. And we don't know what's going up on up there between the angels and the demons and all of the fighting and everything. We do read it in the Bible that there is this war going on, but there we have limited understanding. We have limited answers, and what the Bible tells us to do is just trust in Jesus. Right. He says, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except for through me. He says, I am the truth. And so as I guess we just want to say, as we're seeking for truth on the Internet and we're looking at things like Q and we're going through all of this stuff, we want to make sure that all of our audience knows that we put God first. And when we're going through all of this stuff, it's really easy to get caught up in the darkness and all of these different things and busy work, like just trying to find information, information, information. But do you have a relationship with Jesus? Because if this is getting closer to the end of the world, which a lot of people talk about, um, we're going to want to be on the right side of the end of days. 
you know, there, there is a lot of uh, people out there that are, that are waking up to the truth of what's going on in the world, but they're still not understanding that God is in control of all of it. And, and the fear that comes from these things like Hawaii and the, and all the deaths and all of the mass shootings and all that stuff, that's all fear. It's all fear, fear, fear. And, and, and we're not meant as Christians or as followers of Christ, we're not meant to be falling into those fear traps. And so we have to be very careful, in my opinion. We have to be very careful and say that Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the way. And as we talk about Hawaii, pedophilia, and all those different things, we know how God feels about it. What about that book? Did you guys see that book on uh, Amazon that came out that was about this particular Maui fire situation? But it was published on August 10th. And I think they went back and they like made an adjustment on and they were like, oh, it was individually published. It wasn't like published by a, a big publishing company. So it was able to be published faster. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Because if you're writing a book, there's so much research that goes into that. And the book is stating that it's um, actually going over, you know, stories from the people that were there, stories from firefighters and all of these different things. But the main thing that we're hearing from this book is that this is why we need to pay attention to climate control. This is why we need to, the, the earth is warming up and we need to be careful and we need to blot out the sun and we need to be careful because we're all going to die. That fear mongering of this climate change stuff, that's a huge story that they're trying to attach to this Hawaii thing. And that's shocking to me because the the book came out on the 10th and the fires happened on the 8th through the 11th. That's just not possible. It doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't know. Like when you're trying to put these pieces together and you're trying to figure it out, you see something like that. And it's almost like a glitch in the matrix. You know what I mean? Like it's the black cat walking by and you're just like, what? That didn't, that, that doesn't make sense to normal life. This is where I go. Does not compute. Does not compute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we find that that's, it's just not possible. And so you start asking why, why or why, how did this book come out? Is it just to push this narrative? Did they already know that they were going to do this for the land grab and for the 15 minute cities? And they knew that this was going to happen. And this person wrote a book about it and accidentally uh, or on purpose dropped it right in the middle of when the incident was still happening. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You they've guys can leave that, comments. They've been pushing the global warming thing, though, for forever. For so My many years. It's like, okay, we get it. Like, yeah. It, it's so stupid. How do they it's know so the temperature stupid. of the Earth 10,000 years ago? We mm -hmm. don't even, like, we don't even have artifacts that date back longer than a thousand years in America. Like, how do they have this information? They know what the Earth's temperature was. And for anybody who's yeah. a Christian, in my opinion, God made everything perfect. Mm -hmm. Like he was not, he's not going to make an earth. That's going to overheat. That's going to overheat. Like it just doesn't even make sense to me. It's so silly. But well, part of me thinks that they dropped that book on purpose 
at the time that they dropped it in the middle of the fires mm-hmm. to kind of say, we still own you guys. We still control yeah. you guys. We can do whatever Go ahead we and want. question it. But you know, who's, who's really in control? Like there's like throwing it in our face almost. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a game to them. Yeah. It is all a game. Like, we're all pawns and, and you remember the big triangle that we went over in our Who Are They episode with the all-seeing eye on top, and we're all the way down at the bottom. We are literally on the bottom. Peasant class. Yeah. That's what they want. They, wanna, they want rulers and peasants. They don't want anything in between. Because the people in between might stand up yep. and say, we're not doing this anymore. I mean, the fact of the matter is, when you go and you get a um a passport to travel throughout the world you get a, a united states passport it has a designation on there that you are a peasant like that's it's on it's on the passport and a lot of people don't know that because they're not asking the right questions you know it's like an i robot when that dude you know will smith's going around and he, he's standing up on the on the hill and he's looking out he puts that little disc down and the doctor comes up and he's like that's not the right question and then finally he's like that is the right question that's that's where we need to get to is asking all of these questions and trying to figure out why is this happening why now why covid in 2020 it doesn't make sense because they were in the middle of an election cycle. That's why they started it so that they could steal the election. It's really not hard to understand when you pay attention and you step back and you don't get fear involved and you you just rely on solid fact, evidence-based materials. And, well, and the and, Bible tells us that God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but it's not mm-hmm. mine, So, But it's really hard especially as a mom and as a woman, I don't know. It's really hard to not be afraid of this kind of stuff. Cause I'm like, okay, we have these wildfires that are going on like this close. Like yeah. th- that's scary to me because we, we live in a state that's a giant tinderbox, especially right now when they're telling people you can't water your lawn, you can't, you know, we're on a water ration and we live in the Willamette Valley surrounded by water. Like, how, I don't know, how are we on a water ration right now? Water so and all snow my plants are dying. And, that's yeah, what's tragic. She's still too. watering. Yeah. Don't let her fool you. Can't, can't stop a freight train. <laughs> I'm only watering the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Where my neighbors can't Nobody report Don't me. tell the city. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Nancy's water rationing. The city. That was another thing uh, about Hawaii was they were talking about a drought. They were in the middle of a drought, and that's why right. they, everything was tenderbox. I'm like, what, like makes, what makes this state that's by full water. of trees even more flammable? Oh, I know. Let's not, let's not maintain the forest. Let's not go in and mm-hmm. like clear out the underbrush and clean out you know, all the stuff that catches the trees on fire. It's not the trees don't just spontaneously combust. They catch on fire because all of the underbrush that they're not going out and cleaning anymore because they don't want to disturb the animal habitats. That's the stuff that catches on fire. And then it catches those big trees on fire. And then those habitats on fire. And then it kills the animals. Too, I mean, remember the, the animals don't owl? have anywhere to go. The poor spotted owls when I was growing up. I'm like, they're going to kill all the spotted owls. <laughs> and now I'm like, wait, let's not kill the humans. I have a better idea. <laughs> yeah. Let's not kill. Let's not kill anybody. Let's just yeah. chill out. And that's the problem. Is this? You know, when you begin to understand the agenda, it's it's right in front of our faces. 
the reason we're doing these episodes is to is to just compile information really we're trying to compile information and give out as much information as we can so that people can make a decision for themselves we're not asking anybody to believe anything that we believe i mean i don't care if you believe in the flat earth or if trump is really the president or if bio labs were in ukraine like none of that really matters what matters is is that you're looking to me that you're asking questions that you're trying to seek knowledge you know, because there's there's a difference between just seeking knowledge just to be smart, and there's there's a there's seeking knowledge so that you can be a part of something bigger than yourself, right? And that's what this movement, in my opinion, is all about being about being a part of something bigger than ourselves, to where we're not putting our heads in the sand anymore, and we're saying, you know what, we are paying attention. We are looking, and that DEW, that direct energy weapon, did you see on the uh, Mountain Dew, uh, the Mountain Dew cans, they have like a, a, a Hawaiian theme, the Dew, Do the Dew. It has like a Hawaiian theme. People are putting that on the internet, which is really interesting. It's almost like telegraphing um, a false flag with that, just like they did on the dollar bill for 9-11, or on the, was it the 20? I think it's a $20 bill. Five. It's one of them. It's a, it's a, it's currency. That's for sure. But you can fold it up and it basically shows the, I think it's all of them. Actually, if you fold all of them up, put them all together as it goes down, you see the towers falling down and smoke. Then you see that. Yeah. Then it's it's rubble. Then it's all smoke. I think that's what it is. It's just telegraphing the, they're telegraphing because they have that contract where they have to tell us they have to get consent the problem is and i keep telling people this the problem is is we need to stop giving consent to everything like we just allow these things to happen we allow these fascist dictators to get in office we allow our local governments and our local school boards to do whatever they want but now we're getting to the point in society where people are asking questions. Why are my children reading these pornographic books in school? Like that lady in Virginia. And she was going and she was screaming at at the school board because they weren't listening to her. That's what people need to be doing is saying, this is unacceptable. We will sue you. We will come together like they did with that local hospital group that that Bethany used to be a part of a group of nurses and doctors got together and said, we're going to sue you for this whole COVID situation. And they're going to win if they haven't already. I haven't heard an update, but they're going to win. I think that they did win one. Yeah. I think the rest are still going on, but because everything they did was illegal. It was illegal. And it does, you can't do that type of stuff in a fascist state, but we, not we, but we as a collective let them do that. They, we let them lock us in our houses. We let them tell us who could go to work and who can't go to work. We let them tell us, you know, what protocols they were going to put us on in the hospital, even if we didn't want those protocols. They're like, no, this is the COVID protocol. Yeah, but the COVID protocol is killing people. So we don't want that. And it's just standing up almost killed for me. yourself. Yeah, it almost killed Kristen. I don't know if we've ever told that story on the podcast, but it almost so. it almost killed Kristen. She went into the hospital and they put her on remdesivir. They gave her a bag. They wouldn't let me in the hospital. 
Um, by the time I got there, she was delirious, didn't even know who she was or where she was. Bethany and I had to fight to get me in there. We talked to everybody that we could in management to get me in there. I finally got into the hospital, which was unheard of. The nurses and doctors were looking at me like it was like, you're not supposed to be here. I was advocating for Kristen. And that's why I was there. I said, well, have you gotten her consent to give her that remdesivir? Because if she doesn't understand what she's saying or doing, she doesn't know where she's at, then she hasn't given you consent. And so, therefore, I am giving you consent or not giving you consent. And so, we did that with the hospital. They stopped giving her remdesivir. They started giving her zinc and vitamin C and vitamin D and this different protocol. This was that- after my kidney shut down, though. Yeah, her kidneys started shutting down. She was seeing like squirrels in the room and soccer players and all kinds of weird stuff. There was a meerkat and it was on my IV pole. (laughs) She was hallucinating, man. Her kidneys were shutting down. Somebody finally said, you know, this lady is a nurse. And when she wakes up, if she knows you did all this stuff to her without her consent, you guys are screwed. Mm -hmm. That was me. (laughs) She's like, Uh, you don't know who you've got in your bed right now. She's a firecracker. some some major uh do i need to call my attorney card yeah well i'm glad you did because but that's I the stuff that I you have if to i'd do. gotten i got so i got two out of three doses of the remdesivir mm-hmm. and after the second dose i've never like i mean i've birthed viking children i have <laughs> very big children and i've never had so much pain as i had after that second dose of the remdesivir like i could feel my organs shutting down yeah. Like, and I knew something was wrong and I didn't, I was remember looking at Rick, just like, I don't know how to tell you this, but like, I know that I'm dying. Like, mm-hmm. I, and it had nothing to do with me having COVID. The COVID part was the easy part. Yeah. It was this other stuff that was going on. Yeah. And as soon as you got off the remdesivir and we got on that different protocol, everything was fine. And we yeah, were- they would only give us a certain amount of vitamins. So Rick had some vitamins that he had snuck in or something extra vitamin C and extra zinc and all the stuff that, you know, they had done the research before, before I went in. So he had all that stuff, but, um, was it the next day? I think it was the next day we were, they told me, well, you can't go home unless you can walk this far with your oxygen level staying. And I'm like, okay, then let me out of bed. And this was, this was the hardest part for me is like, if you've ever had a loved one in a hospital, you walk in and there's people everywhere. There's people all all over the place. So I'm not kidding. When we walked out of the door in our full like COVID garb, like he had to wear a mask and a gown 24 seven for five days straight. Like he couldn't even take it off in our own room. So or were they offering him any food and, or... they, and but they wouldn't let him leave to get food and come or he wouldn't be able to come back. It was literally like my good thing. I didn't have an appetite because he ate most of my hospital food. It was awful. So we go, we walk outside and start walking around. Cause I'm like, put the oxygen meter on me. I want to walk around and see what I can do. You know? So we take a lap around and it's like a freaking ghost town in there. There, every door is closed. There is no, no human being. We didn't see a single human being the entire time we were walking until one of the doctors came out of this like side office area. And he looked at me like I was a ghost. Like he, he I don't think he thought I was going to be alive after that third dose of remdesivir. He looked at me like, oh, you're out of bed and you're walking. Like he was totally shocked. And I'm like, yeah, can you sign my discharge papers, please? Because I want out of here. <laughs> yeah, get us out of here. But that's kind of the point of of what we are talking about is 
you have to pay attention. You don't, you can't trust these doctors and these nurses have your best interest. You have, what do they always say? Trust, but verify, right? It's a smart thing to do is to trust that these people are taking care of you and they want you to survive and then blah, 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 but also verify because what they're doing doesn't seem like that. So their words, their actions, and what, and, and what the outcome is like Kristen's stuff was shutting down. And they were still like, well, we got to do the protocol. It's like, no, it's time to pivot. It's time to pay attention to, to the fact that she's going downhill fast and we need to pivot. Something that you've added since I've been here or since she got here is a problem. And it was remdesivir. And I don't care what anybody says. There's documentation on the internet that says that it does shut down your organs. So if you know, they want to put your family member in a hospital and give them remdesivir and give them the protocol. That's what's killing the people is the hospital protocol because not it's to mention, not these one. people, these people died alone mm-hmm. in a hospital bed with, with nobody around them. Like yeah. if they were lucky and they had a good nurse then the nurse would let you FaceTime your family before you die. But these people died alone yep. by themselves in fear in an isolated unit. Which the isolation was a joke. It was literally a tarp yeah. that was in the hallway. To get onto the COVID unit, it was a tarp. Yeah. Like a, a clear plastic tarp. I'm like, this is what's keeping COVID out of the rest of the hospital? Really? <laughs> <laughs> a joke. Yeah. Ask questions. Look around. Open your eyes. Don't be distracted by everything that they're trying to throw at you. Find your own answers. Yeah. Be like the Bereans in the Bible where they don't they don't take the pastor's word for it. They don't take anybody's word for it. They're going to go back to the Bible and they're going to check it for themselves. And they're going to say, you know what? I did hear you, but I'm going to go look it up. And that's okay. If you listen to our podcast and you're like, eh, that sounds plausible, but I'm going to look it up. We're fine with that. We're encouraging that. We want everybody to look, question. Yeah, we, we want you to do that. Yeah. And keep because... sending us stuff. I love it when people are sending us stuff all the time now. Just verifying or some of them are like oh maybe we missed the mark a little bit there i don't know but just send this stuff that's that's yeah the whole point is to be talking about this stuff and to have it not be so taboo we're not going to sit here like the news and act like we are the authorities because we're not we are the news now we're the new news right all of these truthers all these people on the internet all these podcasts that are coming out and talking about all these things those digital content creators like all of the people like uh you know JT loves JC who we have or follows JC uh we had him on he's a content creator all of these people are starting these things up talking about all kind of the same stuff that we're talking about because it is it is important and we're all getting to the point now where we're sharing information and we're saying did you see this did you see that did you see this whereas before we were all just watching the bachelor and nobody knew what was going on in the world you know, nobody knew where nobody knew where Hillary Clinton was during Haiti stuff. Nobody knew that her, you know, um, election uh, manager, the guy that was running it, the Podesta, has a brother, and he's got all kinds of weird art in his in his house, and that they're pedophiles, and he was at Concat. Uh, Comet Ping Pong and, you know, doing all of the Pizzagate stuff. It's like nobody knew all that stuff until they started really digging into it. Nobody knew the full depths and widths and breadths of COVID until they started really looking into it. 
And that's what we have to do. They're not going to tell you that on the news what's true and what's not. It's six companies, right? We've talked about this. Six companies own all of the media that you consume, all of it. Disney, ESPN, CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox News, all of it. If you think Fox News is good, they're not. Rupert Murdoch, not a good dude. They fired Tucker Carlson for saying the truth about January 6th. We talked about that on a podcast. Like These people in the news are not telling you the truth. And so you have to, like we've done, you have to go on the internet. You have to also watch the news. It's not a problem to watch the news. But watch the news. Look at the internet. Look at what Fox News is saying. Look at what CNN is saying. Look, look what the truthers are saying online. Look what all of the hackers and the autists are finding in the deep dark webs. Because all of this stuff matters, and it's all a piece to the puzzle that we can put well, together. And if nothing else, use your God-given discernment. Most because importantly. you can consume as much information on the internet as you want, but at the end of the day, you don't know what's true and what's not true. But mm-hmm. what we do know is that Jesus came, he died mm-hmm. for our sins. You know, we know the good news. We know the gospel. That's, those are the truths that we have to cling to in times like this. because. Yeah. We don't know what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. And it's very possible that all of this stuff is nothing. And maybe it is just coincidences. And, you know, we don't, we don't really know. Or but, a huge distraction from something else. Right. Like what's going on with Trump and our country and the indictments. I mean, how many indictments does Trump have now? Like, it, like there's so much stuff going on in the world. Is it a distraction? Are they trying to say, look right. at Maui when they're trying to do something else over here? Or they're like, look, an alien invasion. Look, wildfires. Look, yeah. the, president's getting, the former president's getting indicted again. Like, it's all just. Yeah. Sometimes it's it's not a bad idea to, to narrow your sources down and just, mm-hmm. you know, consume as much as you need to. but realize you don't need to be worried about all of this stuff mm-hmm. you know be worried about your neighbor across the street be worried about the people in your local schools in your local churches like yeah i mean if you want to if you want to like how do i this is huge right how do you take down the government how do you take down the the medical system how do you take down the all of the things that have us in bondage how do we do that as americans right well the american way in a lot of ways is to just grab all of our guns and attack right that's a that's a really american way of doing things is we like to just kill everything well maybe not all of the people need to be killed maybe they're all brainwashed you know what i mean and you get to a place where it's like okay the brainwashed people aren't actually the problem even though they're spouting off on social media, all those news anchors, all those different things, it's the brainwashing that's the problem. Who's doing the brainwashing? That's what we want to know. And I, th- I feel like we've laid that out pretty good on the podcast. Who's doing the brainwashing? Why are they doing it? All that stuff. So we just want to say Hawaii is what it is. Here's some information that we found. Make your own decision on it, but don't worry about it. It's not the end of the world. If you want to give some money or if you want to fly to Maui and go help, that's great. But what's going on in your own neighborhood? Is, is, there, is there somebody across the street that needs your help? 
Is there somebody down, you know, that's having, you know, somebody that's got some deep, dark depression going on? Maybe just go knock on their door and visit them, you know, like pay attention. Are there elderly people in your neighborhood that need, you know, that their their husband died and they don't have any help? You know, we've, we've seen this hundreds of times. You can make food for them. You can give, you can, you know, if you're a man and you know how to work with tools, you can go and help them build something if they need it. Like there's so many things that we can do in our own communities. And if we're all doing that, then we will change the world. But if we're all just watching The Bachelor and America's got talent. Do they still make The Bachelor? (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they make The Bachelor. It's like the worst way to date a human being ever. And that's the way that they do it. <laughs> They're like, I'm in love with this guy. And then I'm in love with that guy. And then, oh no, I love this guy. It's like, come on, man. You this is like not how you find it. And really emotionally traumatized by the bachelor. It's just sick. It's is gross. there a story there? <laughs> Maybe. Did you get did you get kicked off the show? Maybe I'm jealous bachelor. because they've never called <laughs> me did. to yeah, be this one. The Bachelor and Grey's Anatomy. That's mm-hmm. That's how they get you. How they get you. Now yeah. I just watch Naked and Afraid and figure out how I'm going to make a fire with a magnifying glass. Because <laughs> you might need it. I might need to. <laughs> All right, you guys. I think that's the episode for this. Uh, <laughs> we've gone a little over an hour, but uh, I feel like we've had a good time explaining some things, talking about some things. Hopefully you guys had a good time. Don't forget, as always, to like, subscribe, um, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Apple podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts you can find us remember we also have video on spotify and on youtube and on rumble so if you want to watch the show you can do it there you can watch it on your tv a lot of people know this if you have a smart tv you can download spotify and uh youtube that type of stuff you can watch us on tv if that's what you want to do i mean there's options right and nobody knows how you want to consume your content but those are your options so hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode and with that we're going to get out of here we are that's so fringy podcast my name is rick i'm Kristen, and i'm bethany and we are out of here you guys have a great rest of your week and we will see you on the next one bye